This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. We love sharing these stories with you through the Hiking Through Life podcast, and we're so grateful that you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to support the Hiking Through Life podcast further, we have these amazing new t-shirts and water bottles. The t-shirts come in four colors, and the water bottles are perfect for trails, adventuring, or daily use. Consider checking them out at hikingthroughlife.net slash shop. Use the code podcast and receive 10% off your first order. Welcome to the Hiking Through Life podcast. We're excited to have you on this journey with us as we expand outside of our blog. Cheers. Cheers. To start off, I'm Andy. And I'm Sarah. Together we formed Hiking Through Life. Um, It was initially a blog and it was to share our outdoor adventures with our family and friends. And overall, like over time, the past, I would say, three years, we've made a mission to make connection and use the outdoors as a tool to help ourselves keep calm in the craziness of day-to-day life. Um, We have found that the outdoors helps us find a deeper meaning for life, helps us connect with ourselves, with each other, and with our family and friends. Uh, So far, we've been able to bring friends and family on their very first hiking backpacking trips and Boundary Waters trips and share our love for the outdoors with them. And that's a huge mission of Hiking Through Life. We want to be able to share that with as many people as possible. Yeah, we started off as a blog. And as Sarah had mentioned, we wanted to expand that into some more areas. So we started a website With that website, hikingthroughlife.net, we aim to inspire others to get outdoors by sharing our own adventures, as well as resources for those looking to get into the outdoors. Um, Eventually, we plan to do some guided hikes um, aimed towards beginners, but will be available for anybody that wants to get out there and go on a hike or go up to the Boundary Waters. And going off of our website, a lot of the posts that we're putting on our journey is ways that people can use the outdoors as a tool, as we already said, because a lot of the things that we put on there is um, kind of metaphors for daily life. Like when you're hiking or paddling on a canoe, you go through a lot of struggles. You go through lots of up and downs, lots of waves, but with the challenges and the strength you have, you will get there. And that's a huge lesson that you can bring back to your daily life. Yeah, it's a big confidence booster too. Um, That's what we find too, is that you can get out there, overcome some of those mental barriers and putting yourself out into a more uh, wilderness-type setting in the outdoors, you kind of have to. You can't fall back on the comforts of your daily life. So I think that there are lessons that we can bring back from our outdoor adventures that we can apply then to our daily living 
and that's uh, something that we want to promote within Hiking Through Life. Absolutely, and that just brings up a point of like one of uh, my first backpacking experiences that was a little longer, about four to five days in the Porcupine Mountains, um, I was struggling. There was some really strong elevation. I was carrying about a 30-pound pack, and it was uphill for what felt like forever. And there was a time when I just sat down right on the trail and just felt so famished and felt like I could not go on. But luckily, I had Andy with me who encouraged me and gave me the comfort and the tools I needed to keep going on. And those are the kinds of motivating and inspiring stories we want to share with people and we want to give people now after we have had so much experience as backpackers ourselves. Yeah, and to give a little more context to that, I believe it was in the upper 80s and humid during that trip in the Porcupine Mountains. And Sarah had sat down, didn't even take her pack off, but leaned up against a tree. And I told her, all right, we can just have a snack here, get some water. And the uh, the struggle and challenge, um, it, it's difficult right now, but the reward in the end will be worth it. Yeah, so we're here to tell you that we know struggles and challenges are real. We know they happen. And with that, we want to help you and encourage you in all paths of life. Um, If you keep following us on this podcast, which we hope you will, you will be able to follow our road trips and updates because we're going to be going on a road trip starting July 7th here. Um, and on that road trip, we're going to be giving maybe bi-weekly updates of what we're doing, where we're hiking, and we also plan on interviewing interesting people that we meet along our journey. Yeah, so stay tuned um, for some more from Hiking Through Life. Um, subscribe to our podcast wherever you uh, listen to your podcasts. Um, We will, like Sarah said, be regularly updating you on our journey, our road trip this summer. Um, Not only just our road trip, but our journey as hiking through life. So please subscribe and share this with um, others if you enjoy this. Um, We will, getting back to that road trip, we will be doing uh, about a two-month road trip this summer. So July 7th through about August 23rd. And we plan to go out east initially and hit the upper New England area. Um, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. And going to Maine, we're hoping to get back and connected with one of our friends that we met last summer who through hiked the Superior Hiking Trail. And we met him up at Grammaray Brewing. And then he actually stayed with us for a week. So we're hoping to reconnect with him in Maine. He now has some land out in Maine near the Appalachian Trail and is homesteading and just building up his land there. So we're really looking forward to seeing what he's done with that. Yeah, and hopefully we'll be able to get him on this podcast and um, have him share his journey um, with all of you. I think that's a... It was a very uh, interesting journey when uh, he described it to us um, last year when he stayed with us after he got done um, 
through hiking the Superior Trail. And that's just one example of the connections made in the outdoors is you kind of encounter people that you may not normally you know strike up a conversation but in this case we found um, somebody who was through hiking that was very interesting and we formed that connection um, after we end up visiting Maine, we're going to come back west, and we actually have a wedding to attend in early August. Um, and then after that wedding back in Minnesota, we'll be driving out west to the Rockies. Um, we're probably going to go through South Dakota, hit the Badlands and the Black Hills, Hopefully we'll uh, be able to use some of Unnamed Adventures' tips. Shout out to Unnamed Adventures because they we've been following their journey through part of the Black Hills in Wyoming and taking lots of notes from them. Yeah, and we were fortunate enough to um, be on their podcast and interviewed by them. I believe it was episode 33 of their podcast, so go check that out and go uh, give their podcast a listen. Um, after we hit South Dakota, then we will keep going west through probably Wyoming. We haven't quite um, planned out the route, but that's kind of part of the adventure. So myself, I am a very detail-oriented person and love my spreadsheets. And if it were up to me, I would have our route planned out, all alternate routes planned out, and every stop along the way but and that's totally true yeah he he definitely would and my style is 100% different than that I don't like spreadsheets I don't necessarily like making a plan I like seeing where the road takes us yes I like to have somewhat of a plan to know that uh, we're always going to be safe and are always going to have a spot to sleep but it doesn't need to be predetermined a month in advance Sometimes the best journeys are the ones that you just let fall in front of you. So we're going to have uh, some some things in mind that we want to visit, but mostly just play it by ear and see where the road takes us. And um, a couple things that we're going to do on our road trip is find as much free camping as we can. Um, we will be utilizing the freecampsites.net website. It's a great resource. Um, you can find free camping. Um, you can upload free campsites that you find if they're not already on there. You can review any of the sites, post some pictures. Um, it's a great resource. Sarah and I have been using it for a couple of years in Minnesota and found some great sites. And a huge plus about it is, yes, it's free. And second of all, we have a dog that's going to be traveling with us this summer and that camps with us a lot. So being able to find spots where we can bring our dog is a huge plus because we don't like going to busy areas with our dog because our dog isn't a dog who gets along with other dogs. So we need to find those more secluded places and oftentimes on freecampsites.net we find those places. 
Yeah, and so we're going to do as much camping with our tent and some backpacking, but we also plan to sleep in our car as well along the way. Um, so we have a Subaru Tribeca that we had bought in September, this past September, um, in preparation for this road trip. So when we were buying the car, I intentionally laid down in the back of the car with the seats down to make sure that it would be a comfortable sleep for two people and a dog. Yeah, and uh, so um laid down in the back. She fit fine. And Andy's a little taller. I am I am 6'2", and I did not um, attempt at the dealership to lay down in the back of the car. But we did recently go on a Boundary Waters trip, and the night before we slept in our car up near Grand Marais in an um, open part of the Superior National Forest. Which is free to camp in National Forests. So we ended up putting the seats down. Well, I should back up. Originally, we intended to find this campsite that I had found on freecampsites.net. But by the time we had gotten up there, it was dark and we had to hike in a little bit and we were not familiar with the area. And the next morning, we had to be to um the place to get our permit by about 7 8 a.m so we didn't want to hike in that far at night right so we did not actually hike to the site we maybe went a couple hundred yards and then turned around and said you know what we don't want to put up our tent take it down and it would just be easier to sleep in the car so we ended up sleeping in the car we moved the front seats all the way up and lo and behold I was able to fully extend in the back with the back seats folded down. So that was a huge bonus. I mean, my feet almost touched the front seats when they were all the way up with my head all the way back to the tailgate. Yep. And we did have those foam mattress pads in the back of the car to give a little more padding to make it a little bit more comfortable. I would say the one thing that was kind of a downfall to this experience was the temperature. It was pretty hot and humid in the car, so we opened the windows a little bit, but then in Minnesota, you got mosquitoes coming in, so we might look into getting some kind of netting that could hang up in our car that would allow us to keep the windows down without mosquitoes bothering us at night. Yeah, we had the, we had the windows cracked a bit, but then mosquitoes were coming in, so we cracked the sunroof, and that helped. Um, but yeah, we definitely, if we're going somewhere that's going to be a little warmer, we're going to need some ventilation. So, um, there were these products on Amazon that you could pretty much put over your windows and roll them down and it's kind of a netting, but also a kind of a sun visor as well. So I'll have to look into that a little bit more, but yeah, we'll have to figure out some sort of air circulation within the car if we're going to be sleeping in it this summer. And then another possibility is just being able to store all of our stuff when we're sleeping in the car is some kind of cargo carrier that we're looking into, an affordable car cargo carrier where we can put all of our extra stuff on top of the car so we don't need to leave it just sitting outside of our car at night. Yeah, the other... <clears throat> 
the other idea I had was um, to take the back seats out and then build some sort of a platform in which we would sleep on, but then store our stuff underneath. So a couple things to kind of look into a little further for us before our road trip starts here in July. So we yeah. have... We have some planning to do. Yeah, next couple of weeks, lots of decisions and planning to be made, but not too much planning, because remember, the less planning, the more adventure you get into. And with that, I think we'll wrap up our first ever Hiking Through Life podcast. We are so grateful for having you tune in and listen to our very first podcast. We would really appreciate it if you checked out our website, hikingthroughlife.net, checked out our Instagram, hiking.through.life, follow our Facebook page, and subscribe to our YouTube page. We'd be very grateful for that. And shoot us an email if you want to connect a little bit more and maybe meet up on the trail one day. Yeah, and tune into the podcast for future episodes. Go subscribe at wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, that would mean a lot to us. We'll be sharing a lot more of our journey and connecting with others to share their journeys as well. been listening to the hiking through life podcast peace love and hike through life